Hello, boys. Sorry to cut right to it, but I could use your help. What do you need, Captain? I received a distress signal from a clone trooper, but I'm a bit tied up at the moment to retrieve him. You want us to recover a reg? He's an old friend, and he's in trouble. I need you to get him out. Out of what, exactly? Can't talk right now. Sending you a signal. I'll be in touch. again welcome bucketheads greetings and salutations welcome to bad batch friday mayvar tigar welcome to the 77th republic commando wrecking episode of mandovision nargai tom and thank you so much for checking out this small independent star wars podcast remember the best way to reach out to us is via social media at mando underscore vision on twitter and instagram you can email the show mandovisiontom at gmail.com Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert, and if possible, so inclined. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Five-star reviews. They are the best, easiest, most simple way to help support the podcast and help us defeat the tyranny of the algorithm. Thank you so much for doing that in advance. We truly, truly appreciate it. And, uh, hey, how the heck are y'all doing on this Bad Batch Friday? Ooh, what a good one we have today. I absolutely love this episode. Uh, it picked up the pieces of so many elements from earlier in the season uh, as, we, as we've been rushing head-on uh, into the final, the, the home stretch, the, the, the inevitable confrontation uh, that, that's been building since the season began way back when, almost, what, 14 weeks ago now. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of those elements we've been, we've been talking about, we've been keeping our eye on to see kind of how they develop, how they start to shake out, uh, come back to the fore in this episode, and I was just simply delighted by what we got with this week's episode. Uh, uh, and, and again, it's, it's sort of is, is beginning to coalesce everything that we've seen before, all these um, episodes that have been sort of uh, uh, derided by others as, oh, it's filler, it's side quests, it's not important to the mythology of Star Wars. It's all coming together, people. We're, this is what we've been waiting for. We're getting, we're getting it. It's happening. And we're going to talk all about it. I'm really, really excited about this episode. Uh, uh, definitely a, a, like one of the top tier episodes for the season, by, by far. And I, you, you know, if you're listening to the show, you know how much I've enjoyed all the episodes. Uh, whether they were side quest episodes or the quote-unquote filler episodes. There's little nuggets and gems in all of them. And, and I'm, I have been delighted by this season. But when we get into these ones that are like the perfect blend of that mythology of the politics, of, of, of the, the track they've been laying uh, from all, all the way from Clone Wars to now. It's, it's just really, really exciting to see these things starting to pay out. And, yeah, we're going to get into it today because, uh, yeah, there's some stuff to get into. And, you know, we, we connect back up with a character that I wasn't expecting to connect back with in this episode. And, and so we'll talk a little bit about that and, and so much more. 
Because, yeah, this episode has got all the juicy nuggets in it to, to kind of talk about and get into. This one's a good one. Let's go ahead, get our buckets strapped on. I, you know, I don't like the way I said that. It's no good. We have to say it the way we always say it. I can't try to change up the uh, the routine now. I don't, you know, the order of words is very, very important. Uh, you know, I workshop this for a long time, all right? You know what time it is. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. What was that about? The distress signal sent by CC5576 is originating from Daro, a terrestrial planet in the outer rim with no known settlements or installations. What's he doing all the way out there? Well, does it matter? We've gone on missions before without much intel. But this would be stretching it. Rex wouldn't ask us for help if it wasn't urgent. Echo's got a point. May I remind you that we are in the middle of a job for Sid. If we deviate, we will not be compensated. No money means no food. Oh, yeah. Tech's got a point. But Rex's friend is in trouble. That's more important than getting paid. Well, the kid's got a point. Yes, indeed. Everyone had a great point, and Wrecker acknowledged all of it, and we thank him for it, because that is what Wrecker's here to do. Uh, this is Season 1, Episode 14, War Mantle. And I, I just like the name, and I like being able to say it like this. War Mantle. It's a lot of fun. It makes me feel really, really cool. Probably, we all know that I'm not, so don't, don't, don't think I'm getting bigger than my britches here. We know I'm not cool. I just think it sounds cool when I say it like that. All right. So uh, this week's episode, we have again. We, we are regaled with another uh, amazing plot description, courtesy of of IMDb. <laughs> After receiving a mysterious dress call, distress call, the batch tracks it to a secret facility. Could it be more vague? Well, it's sort of on point though, at the very least. So we'll t we'll accept it as is. And, and uh, this week's episode is directed by Stuart Lee once again and written by uh, Damani Johnson. Our story editor, once again, is also Matt Mishnovitz in the cast for this week. I think we're all familiar with this cast by now, but hey, it's always nice to give them give credit where credit is due. The the great D. Bradley Baker is the Bad Batch, Captain Rex, and the Clone Troopers. And another character that we'll talk about in just a minute. Michelle Ang is Omega. Bob Bergen is Lama Sue. Gwendolyn Yeo is Nala Se. Nashir Dalal is the Stormtrooper and Vice Admiral Rampart. Our cast is very locked in in this episode. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of uh, uh, other other features going on in this one. So yeah, as we, as we talked about, the, you know, this episode opens up very interestingly uh, on another planet. We don't know it at the time, but we are on the planet Daro, and we're watching a clone trooper uh, being hunted, being pursued. Uh, and and as as the camera kind of shows us, we get hints and glimpses, but uh, pursued by other stormtroopers. So. Our, our mind kind of goes in a couple of different directions. Is this, is this a desertion situation? Is what what's going on here? Is this some kind of weird uh, stormtrooper uh, hunting ritual? Like like is is something you know what 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 is going on here? We have a lot of questions about about what is, we were first seeing as this episode begins. Uh, it's it's obviously we get answers to it very quick, very fairly quickly once Rex makes his communication to the batch as they are transiting in hyperspace on a mission for Sid, uh, and we find out that that clone. Issued a distress call, and Rex seems to be in the in the in the business of of helping get his brothers out of the Imperial service when they want to be out. So that's what we have going on there. That's what sets us up. Uh, we don't get a lot of information on what the batch is doing for Sid. That becomes completely secondary as uh, once again Omega stresses uh, doing the right thing, helping people in need, and that's sort of what she's been preaching now for a few weeks and and 
it, again, it's starting to. I, I I think you can see it on Hunter's face. He's beginning to just wear down and relent to to like we have to do the right thing when when we can because we are no longer uh, uh, soldiers following orders. We have to trust. Uh, we have to develop and trust the moral compass, and that is what Omega is providing for them. And I think that is something that gets overlooked a little bit when some people are. Uh, trying to review these episodes is that these are soldiers. They're used to following orders and and uh, achieving objectives and completing goals and things of that nature. They're goal oriented. It's a goal oriented team, uh, and because they're soldiers, they, they were in a war, so doing the right thing didn't necessarily. Uh, it wasn't necessarily something that that was in their uh, toolbox. If you if you know what I mean. Again, mission oriented, goal oriented. They were fighting for the republic. On behalf of the Republic, they're trying to win a war for the Republic to defeat the Separatists. You know, I, I'm not trying to say the Batch is immoral by any means, but they're not so those soldiers anymore. You don't have to be goal-oriented. You might have to put the mission on, on pause while you go to do the right thing to help a person in need. And, and Sid may have questions about that, may object to that, but after what they did for her last week, she needs to cut them a little slack anyways. So... There we go. That's that's what we're up to right there. Uh, before the distress call comes in, we do get a nice little shot of of Hunter sitting at at the terminal. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, doing really cool twirling moves with his knife, and Omega wants to emulate that with her little soldering iron that she has that she because she's working on on Gonk, and uh, I thought that was really cute. I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then the distress call comes in, and this is what springs our episode forward. We're gonna go to Daro, and we're gonna try and rescue this clone trooper and. Uh, the question is, like, what what is on Dara? What awaits them? Hunter has a bad feeling about this. He's not great about this. He doesn't like the lack of intelligence. They've been burned by this before. He says so. Uh, but yeah, it's it's time to play, and that is exactly what the batch is going to do as they begin to uh, recon and surveil the scene going on on Daro. So now we cut back to Camino as we see the Imperial forces apparently, seemingly pulling out of Camino. Plans are moving forward. The things that we've been talking about from the beginning of this episode, you know, Admiral Rampart is there. Vice Admiral Rampart is there. He is all about the conscripted army. He wants humans, non-expensive uh, clone army. Like, th- it's over. The clone army is, is ending. Conscripted forces are the way forward for the Empire now. So they're pulling out of Camino. They're moving the, the remaining clone troopers that are there. They're re- moving supplies, equipment, the whole thing. They're, they are pulling up stakes from Camino. They are done there. And obviously, uh, Lama Su, the prime minister of Camino, is uh, watching these things and has, has, uh, is very concerned. And he's about to talk to Lama Say. I'm sorry, I have, the, I have Nala Say, I think, is, is who we are talking about. Lama Su and Nala Say, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, Lamasu, Nalase. I I got it. I got it. These Kaminoans, and they're they're similar sounding names. But you know, we got it. We figured it out. We're on top of things. So they're gonna have a little chat. I wanted to play this scene because, again, this is something we've we've been been paying attention to from the beginning with this with this show. Uh, the 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 end of the clone army and and the 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 sort of um, rise of the conscripted army. The 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 human based, you know. This, this unlimited resource of citizens of the Empire who can join up and, and, and serve the Empire in this way. And, and, you know, I mean, we've seen it in, in a lot of the uh, uh, Expanded Universe material. You know, a, a lot of these people join the army to get out of the situations that they're in. Uh, and that's a very real reason to join the military. You see that here in our reality. Uh, so 
the Empire beginning to reflect a more realistic scenario that we can understand a little bit more easily. And uh, again, is also bringing us in line with what we know about uh, stormtroopers from episode four, five, and six. It's they're not clones anymore; they've been phased out, and it's it's just regular humans in in that in that armor moving forward. And and yeah, we're getting to see what, how that all shakes out, what that means for the Kaminoans, and uh, yeah, let's let's play the scene between uh, Lamasu and Nalase as as uh, let's 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 just say Lamasu is. Concerned with what he sees. The Empire has canceled all of our contracts. Our success with the clone army is known galaxy wide. Surely we will find other clients who value our scientific advancements. The Empire is not like the Republic. We have empowered them to our own detriment. I fear they will destroy us rather than allow this operation to continue. We must leave to ensure our survival. Gather those essential. I will arrange for our departure. Yes, Prime Minister. All right, so big goings on in Camino. It was only a matter of time. We know we are all aware as Star Wars fans of the Empire's anti-alien sentiments. Their 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 leanings towards being very pro-human, and and at the expense of these of of other alien species. And you no, know, Lama Su, very aware of this as well. He sees this coming. He sees their end coming, as opposed to the, the Empire just pulling up stakes and leaving them alone. No, no, no. He thinks it'll be much, much worse for the the Kaminoans, and then they they will not just be allowed to go back to business as usual without without uh, you know they're not going to be able to supply some somebody else with a clone army. Let's put it that way. And uh, yeah, I think like again, these are things that we know are coming, but it's really great and really fun to see the way they're playing out. I'm really digging that aspect of it, and in this in this episode in particular. So the batch arrives on Daro at this point. And they, they find the tracking locator that the clone trooper in distress has planted. Uh, and, and Hunter goes to work tracking uh, this, this clone trooper. He, he can tell from the way the ground is going that uh, this clone trooper was captured and dragged back to another location. They arrive at the base of, of, of a mountain. And they can, they, tell, they can tell that something's not quite right. Let's, let's see the Bad Batch at work here as they begin to figure out. Start putting this puzzle piece together. Here are these puzzle pieces together. There's something here, inside that mountain. I believe you are right. My scans are being jammed. You said there was nothing on this planet. That data appears to be inaccurate. Wrecker, you and Omega wait on the ship. Wait, why can't... Coming here was up for debate. This isn't. Alright, so they're gonna go back. Echo... Tech and Hunter are going to go scale the mountain, see what the heck is going on. And what they're going to find is an Imperial facility where they are training troopers. There's training stormtroopers. And what they find, I think, is super, super cool. Because not only do we get a great callback to the Republic commandos, but we also get to see, again, this, constrict, this conscripted human army of, of stormtroopers uh, in, in sort of a, a, a middle phase of armor, of stormtrooper armor that we haven't quite seen before, and it's this wonderful blend of 
the clone trooper armor that we are so familiar with from the Clone War era, and and uh, Ralph McQuarrie concept art for stormtrooper armor. That would that was going to be the concept for uh, what we were going to see in Episode Four in a, in A New Hope. Uh, it's this wonderful middle ground where he where they put these two elements together and make like this sort of in between stormtrooper armor. Uh, so that when we get to episode four, you, you, you see sort of like an evolution, a, a continuing evolution of Stormtrooper armor, which is really, really neat. And and uh, I was delighted to, I'm always delighted. If you've been, if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you know how much I am a fan of the Ralph McQuarrie concept art, uh, particularly the, 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 the designs he came up with uh, for episode four and five. They were just, you know, when he, they were still figuring out a lot of the look of the Star Wars universe and of the Star Wars galaxy and, you know, trying to figure out how all this was going to come together. And, and, you know, he had these wonderful ideas and then uh, it was up to these amazing costumers to, to, to bring it to life. Um, and, you know, it, a lot of this stuff was not, was brought to life in a, in a slightly different way that worked better. was more practical to, to, to bring into reality. Uh, but those concept arts are, 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 are the concept art is still so, 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 so fantastic. So if you, if you get a chance to find any of those, those books, you know, the, the big, heavy uh, Ralph McQuarrie tabletop book is obviously fantastic, but the Illustrated Star Wars Universe is a book that I think is still in print that has a lot of his concept art in it as well, which is just so wonderful to, to, to flip through and, and uh, delight yourself with these, like, very classic sci-fi designs uh, that were the original looks for uh, for the Star Wars Universe. It's just, just fantastic. So I love that blending of his designs with the Clone Trooper armor to make, like, this, this sort of next step before we get to the Stormtrooper armor that we all know so well. I'm cloaking a couple of commandos and squads of clone troopers. And they've updated their armor. Let me see. The mountain's natural composition makes this base well fortified and nearly impenetrable. This is no longer just a simple extraction. Let's get back to the Marauder and leave wood for Ricks. But what about the mission? We do not know for certain if CC-5576 is even in there, or if he is still alive. We'd be going in blind without any reinforcements. You did that on Skako Minor when you rescued me. I'd still be trapped in that place if you hadn't. If there's a chance that trooper's being held against his will, we have to try to get him out. All right. Oh, sorry. Double click there. I love that sequence there. So good. Uh, again, Hunter being very cautious here. He's been burned by a lack of intelligence before, and like they are in a situation, <laughs> I think strategically speaking, that uh, that that does not favor them. And and uh, he's aware of that. But Echo uh, very strongly points out the fact that they they have faced overwhelming odds before, uh, in particular when it came to rescuing him from Skeko Minor, which we saw in Star Wars: The Clone Wars in the final season when they were set, helping to to sort of do the backdoor pilot for the Bad Batch. Uh, so. Echo is very compelled to help this clone trooper be rescued and get him out of the situation that he can no longer be in. And, you know, again, at this point, I, we are starting to see a little bit of a, of a, not a divide necessarily, you know, because Echo's still speaking in very military terms, very militaristic terms. He wants to uh, complete this mission for Rex, for Captain Rex, a superior officer he still acknowledges as a superior officer. Remember, it was very important when they were 
having the holographic communication with Rex, again, all of them, Hunter included, referred to him as captain. Like they, they kind of fell back into like their military routine here, respecting the chain of command and basically getting a mission and assignment from a superior officer. So that command structure is still part of, of their existence. Like they're still soldiers at heart. And even though Echo is using that military terminology of, of the mission, uh, it still is more in line with Omega's train of thought of doing the right thing and helping a person who is in need and needs your help. Uh, so it's kind of this this blending of the two things, of their military uh, chain of command with, with doing the right thing, and it's kind of all coming together. Like Again, the Batch, I think, is still trying to figure out who they are going to be moving forward in this this new imperial landscape that exists across across the galaxy. So so really, really an interesting dynamic that I, I, I really hope we get to explore more in, in Season 2 as they, as they begin to get their... A footing in, in in place for who they are going to be moving forward uh, as as most likely uh, a thorn in the side of this 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 develop rapidly developing growing empire. So Hunter, Echo, and Tech infiltrate the base. They're sneaking around, doing some uh, some splinter cell type of maneuvering to not be noticed, to not be detected, uh, and Echo is trying to get into some of the systems with his with his uh, uh, cybernetic implants. And he is beginning to learn that the Empire is changing everything. Like, like the, the systems, the security clearances, the security codes, the whole programming database, the, the Imperial Network, is different than the Republic's. It's changing. And they are starting to find themselves uh, boxed out of things because, you know, one of the Bad Batch's strengths is, is infiltration. And that's because they know Republic security. They know Republic protocols. Uh, and they... they we're able to detect and learn separatist protocols and, and networking and, and all that all that internal security stuff. The Empire is a whole new animal, and they haven't quite processed that yet. And Echo uh, is running into some trouble with that, and I wanted to play a little bit of that because we get a great reference to classic Star Wars here, and I loved it so much. Check this scene out. This doesn't make any sense. The muster report lists 50 clone commandos and... Thousand TK troopers. TK trooper. I'm not familiar with that designation. How much longer? Almost got it. Bandit. Cell block 25. Four levels down. All right. So just a quick snippet there because yeah, you get the TK reference, and we all know TK 421 because he's not at his post. We all know why he wasn't at his post because he wasn't really TK 421. <laughs> but uh, again, a great reference. You know, we get that that uh, imperial, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the stormtrooper designation number. Excuse me, my goodness, I could not get those words out of my mouth. But we we've been seeing these uh, develop since the Clone Wars, and we get to you know eventually we get to FNs when we get to like the Resistance era stormtroopers, the 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 uh, the the First Order, if you will, and and you know. But the TK is the classic Stormtrooper designation that we all know and love from the classic trilogy. So that that was a I thought that was a really cool little little throwback to the classics. All right, so our heroes do make it down to the correct detention level so they can find the trooper they've been sent to to uh, uh, extract from this facility. And this is where we find out that we might actually know this fella. Let's play it out as as Hunter meets Gregor for the first time. CC 5576. That depends. Who's asking? Rex sent us. 
<laughs> In that case, the name's Gregor. Now let's move out. All right, Gregor is is in, is in a really solid episode. Uh, gosh, I want to say it was in season three, but it might have been four. Uh, and there's an interesting stretch of episodes in season four that are not great. Uh, two or three episodes that were like, eh, you know, you, you kind of wanted to move on from what they were doing with, with some with these new characters they were kind of introducing. Uh, but then you get to this episode with Gregor, a, a Republic commando who uh, has amnesia and doesn't know who he is and has been kind of put into servitude uh, by somebody who does know him and his skill set. And, and uh, the episode is all about getting Gregor sort of like back to where he belongs, back within the, in the Grand Army of the Republic and, and, and doing, doing what he does best. So we get the liberation of a Republic commander, but Gregor knows a lot about what's going on. So Gregor is going to give us a ton of information that we need uh, to, to to paint the picture of what the Bad Batch is actually up against here in the base. All right, they're trying to figure out how to get out of the base. Uh, Gregor's got some information, uh, and Tech thinks he has a solution. So I want to go ahead and play this sequence out because uh, yeah, this is where we start to realize uh, where the Batch starts to realize that they are are quickly getting. Um, outclassed in this scenario they do not have the right intelligence they do not have the 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 knowledge of of uh, imperial systems again we we talked about it a moment ago are are very very different from the republic systems and and that's going to be uh exposed right now in in this sequence here this that's really interesting i want to also comment real quickly on on this base that we're looking at uh very much uh, very imperial design, a lot of similar motifs and, and things that you would recognize from the interior hallways of the Death Star in Episode Four. Love that look, love that design. And if you pay attention, uh, if you're listening closely, uh, Kevin Kiner's music music score uh, does a fantastic job of incorporating some of the elements of of the, of the Empire from Episode Four, from A New Hope. When you know when when these when these troopers are pursuing that the Batch in their escape. You will hear music that will remind you of when the stormtroopers were pursuing Leia and Han and Luke and Chewie across the Death Star. You'll hear those those notes, those theme, those that music that will echo so familiar to you. But sorry, echo, no pun intended, I suppose. Not really, but yeah, you know what I mean. So so listen to the music in the in, in the episode too. There, there there's some really strong stuff going on in here. But let's go ahead and play the sequence where the batch begins to figure out that they do not have. Uh, the skill set that they thought they had when it came to getting in and getting out of this base undetected. They're gathered for inspection. There's no way past them. If we can't reach the lifts, we can't get out of here. I can redirect them. I'm a like that. I take it you're CCs, like me. CT-99s. Defective clones. <laughs> If you ask me, it's the ones who want to stay here who are really defective. What was your assignment? I was an instructor. What's going on, Tech? I key to code 16 to redirect their forces. I don't know what happened. Clone codes don't work here. You just triggered a security alert. This begins a great action sequence. We're not obviously going to play this out because you can just watch it on your own. But it's so good. And again, I, I implore you, listen to that music in the background. Like, you're going to hear notes that you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That's good stuff. 
Uh, really great action sequence. This is a really great action-based episode, too. And this is where it all kind of begins. Once they're detected in the base, the stormtroopers are now in pursuit. They're not called stormtroopers just yet, but we, we know. We know who they are. And, and uh, again, once they're alerted to their presence, this is when the action really begins to ramp up as, as they really try to get out of here as, as best they can. Oh, and I have to go ahead and play this. This After this initial battle here, this is where we, we make a real big discovery. Like we talked about earlier, the, 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 the conscripted army is now in play, and this is the Bad Batch discovery in that. Check this out. Look at this. These are not clone troopers. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to tell you. These are our replacements, if you can believe that. <laughs> Listen to that music. Alright, I'll, I'll stop it there. I gave you enough of a sample of that music right there. But yeah, right there, classic Pursuit Through the Death Star. Loved it. What a great touch. What a great nod to, to the original. And I do want to play one more uh, bit. Uh, Gregor's so great in this episode. I want to play another little clip from him as, as they have a little, another little moment where they've evaded some troops and, and, and stun-blasted their way past uh, some, uh, some Imperial forces. I thought you said you trained these guys. I didn't teach them everything. I wouldn't be very smart, would it? <laughs> That's just so funny. I love that part so much. That was a great line from, from Gregor. And we do need to play this out a little bit more. They are in the elevator. They're hoping they're going to make their way out. Uh, but we get another little chance for, for Gregor to give us some uh, some vital information. Check it out. These new troopers. What do you mean there are replacements? Well, we clones are soldiers of a republic that doesn't exist. These recruits come from all over the galaxy and swear loyalty to the Empire. They're not as skilled, but there's an endless supply of them. Numbers aren't everything. <laughs> That's a great line too. As as the uh, the bash opens the door and there's a ton of troopers waiting for the elevator, <laughs> which again leads to another great action sequence. Uh, all kinds of good stuff going on there. I, I I can't really encapsulate all the action stuff. That gets so good in this episode. You really have to be watching it. It's fantastic. As as uh, Clone Force ninety nine is really in, in in a desperate situation to make their escape here because they are against a vast uh, vastly superior numbers. Again, Clone Force 99 might have better skills, better training, but sometimes numbers do win out uh, when you're in, in this kind of situation, and, and we get to see that firsthand. Because as they uh, make it up, up a, a ventilation shaft, basically, and, and they have to call in for, for Wrecker and Echo to come pick them up on the shuttle, uh, and you get, you get, again, some really good action stuff, uh, but this is also when the Imperial forces deploy, and those numbers come in very, very handy as they deploy their V-wing fighters. You know, we're not we're not to Tie Fighters just yet. Uh, they deploy their V-wings against one, you know, one shuttle, and it's really hard to pick up the entire crew that's attempting to make this escape. You got Hunter and Tech, Echo and Gregor, who all have to get on board the ship, and uh, these V-wings are swarming, and they do not give a lot of time to to allow our heroes to make a, a seamless escape. As they're working their way down the ventilation tunnel, we do get to hear a bit more about why the whys and when Gregor decided he needed out, and uh, when he when he went to contact Rex. So let's let's hear that as uh, he's engaging with Echo on this one. Check it out. How did you even end up in this place? 
I was sent here with other commandos. <coughs> and quickly realized I wanted out. <laughs> it turns out the Empire doesn't take too kindly to desertion. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So again, tons and tons of action at this point, attempting to make their escape. Wrecker and Omega coming on the ship to come and pick them up. It goes back and forth. They can't get everyone all at once, so they have to circle back around as those, those V-Wings are coming in fast and furious at them. And we get to the point where Hunter has to make the big leap to try and get onto the ramp. He can't hold on. And he falls and falls. He's able to break his fall on the way down, but he crashes to the surface of Daro. And, and the Imperial forces come to get him. And we know he's in a bad situation, but we, uh, we do wonder, I think at least, at least I wondered, is he going to try and fight his way out of the situation? Or, or what the plan is? Is the Batch going to risk the, the entire group to come and get him? Uh, and, and, you know, Hunter makes the tough call. He gives a tough order. And let's hear it here. Get the ship out of here. I'll find another way back. Negative. The odds of escape are not in your favor. Go, Tech. That's an order. No! Turn around! We have to go back for him! Hunter, tell them to come back. Order them to come back! Sorry, kid. I can't do that. And that's when he gives up to the Imperial forces. Commandos, Republic commandos, excuse me, Imperial commandos at this point. I think I misspoke earlier and called them Republic commandos. They are now Imperial commandos. And, and the first batch of what will become Stormtroopers have him vastly outnumbered with what appears to be E-11 blasters, or at least uh, precursors to the E-11 blasters, pointed directly at Hunter. He's in a bad spot. And our hero, the rest of the batch have to leave without him. They have to leave a man behind, which none of them are going to like. And it, it again, this helps set up, I, I think, a major, major final two episodes for, for season two. But this one's not over yet. There's still plenty to get into. And let's go check out another scene to kind of help uh, put a little button on this one. Uh, the scene in question will be cutting back to Kamino as, as Lamasu has, has attempted to uh, subvert the plans of the Empire. But uh, Vice Admiral Rampart, well aware of what's going on. But let's, let's hear it out as... Uh, Lamasu's fate is about to be determined. I am disappointed, Prime Minister. You promised the Empire your full cooperation. That is what I have given. Hmm. A disturbing matter has been brought to my attention. Your chief scientist was gathering medical personnel to flee Camino. This is most surprising. I will ensure a proper punishment. While I never found your clone troopers to be overly impressive, I do believe you will be of great service to the Empire. A scientist I have use for. A politician. I do not. I'm afraid your services are no longer needed. So, we have to wonder now, is this the end? Of Lamasu. Yeah, that's you. The the, the the doors close. The iris closes shut, and we don't know what's going to happen. Is he about to get blasted, 
or are they going to arrest him? I think they're going to blast him. <laughs> I think they're not going to risk uh, the prime minister of Camino uh, trying to subvert the empire's plans here. Uh, but interesting to, to note that Nalase still has a role to play because they do still have clone troopers and they are still developing, the, uh, well, not developing necessarily, but... You know, we saw at the beginning of the episode, there are, there are still batches of the younger troopers, you know, like the, around the 10-ish, 12-ish year bracket. Uh, so they're going to grow into troopers that the Empire can still use. They've paid for these people, right? They've paid for their slave army. They're going to keep using them. And, and, you know, again, it's more it's more fodder for the Imperial war machine. Uh, they've already paid, and they're going to take their, their product with them. And that is unfortunately how the Empire views them. And, and... Uh, yeah, but it's interesting that we're not done with Nalase just yet. And again, she's also the reason, she's also a big, um, she's the one, excuse me, my goodness, she is the one who put out the bounty for Fennec Shand to get to protect and, and help uh, Omega and to keep them with the Batch necessary, you know, by and large with the Batch, defending him, defending Omega from Cad Bane. So, so lots of interesting, the, that, that intrigue with the Kaminoans is still there, just not on the same level as it used to be, because now Camino, it looks like, again, Camino's uh, kind of off the board. The Prime Minister, Lamassu is, we'll say dealt with for now, whether that means he is dead or just incarcerated. We're not sure just yet. Maybe we'll get more answers to that in the, in the final two episodes here. Uh, but Nalase's reasons for keeping Omega alive uh, is still, still um, have, might have a purpose here. You know, we know that Omega is, is the pure Django-fed DNA, but there may be more to it than that, and, and that's something that we have to see what they are are planning for her. And, uh, you know, we haven't had any, any conversations about that recently. I still wonder if she might have something to do with the end of the clones, you know, the sort of, again, the alpha and the omega of it all. But that doesn't seem to be the route they're going, but we, we could be surprised by what we find out in these next two episodes. But we go back to Dara right now. Uh, Hunter is incarcerated. And an old friend shows up to sort of rub it in his face. Let's check it out. Hunter in his cell right here. I figured you'd show up. I was hoping for the whole squad. But you do. All right, and that's where we end right now. And you have to imagine that at this point, with Hunter in their possession, and Rampart, as we know at the end of the Ryloth episodes, uh, has, has sort of granted him, granted Crosshair permission to hunt down Clone Force 99. And you'd have to imagine he's about to bait a trap with Hunter right as the bait. So, yeah, these final two episodes coming up, these next two Fridays on Bad Batch Friday, we are going to have a lot to talk about, and I can't wait. I really, really like this episode. This is like a nine, easily a nine. So much good stuff in here. Amazing references and homages to, to uh, uh, A New Hope in particular, episode four, uh, but a, and a lot to parse through. You know, Omega's uh, uh, upset in her emotional state after having to leave Hunter behind. Uh, her desire to go back and rescue him, to not leave him back there. Uh, but the Batch's decision that they have to, or they're all going to be either killed or incarcerated with him, and then they can't do, no, they can't do anyone any good from behind bars or in a, in, a, 
in a grave somewhere. So the, the hard calls made, tech flies them off. And uh, yeah, just a, just an episode rife with all kinds of interesting intrigue. You know, we're seeing uh, we're seeing Rampart bring about his his uh, his human conscript, conscription army. Uh, the, the, again, the clones are are training them, developing them. Uh, the, Repu- uh, the excuse me, the Imperial Commandos are now in charge of training the 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 first wave of what will become stormtroopers. The wonderful development uh, of this kind of armor in between the clone armor and the stormtrooper armor that we know so well. So many wonderful aspects of this episode, uh, and and again, you and you still have the 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 Kaminoans attempting to uh, make their way out of what they find to be an untenable situation. Lamasu rightly perceives that they are are now ex- an expendable asset, or no longer an asset. They are just expendable at this point, and and they have to flee Camino as well, or they're they're done for. But interesting to learn that he still has plans for Nalase. So we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Hopefully, get more information about that in the next two episodes. But yeah, we are on we we are on a rocket ship now for these final two weeks of the Bad Batch for season one, and I can't wait to see how this shakes out. And and it's gonna be a fun fun ride to the finish line. And I hope you will be here every Friday as we continue Bad Batch Fridays. And again, I know you're probably you may not be listening to it on Friday, but you know check us out Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We're here whenever you want to check it out. Whenever you watch the episode. You will have a podcast to do where we help break it down, and and hopefully provide you some maybe something you didn't think about, or, or you know maybe we just kind of reaffirm what you thought about the episode. Who knows? Whatever you, whatever you take out of the, out of these podcasts, the as is, is great, and that makes me so so happy. All right, that is our episode this week. Like I said, uh, season one, episode fourteen, War Mantle. This is a nine. This is nine, and, and I think probably the one of the best, my favorite, personally one of my favorite episodes uh, since the replacement episode replacements episode which i think was like gosh episode three or four so and and that's not as not to say that was what was between those and this episode is not good you know if you're a long-time listener of the podcast you know how much i've enjoyed the series um you know sometimes it's a it's a touch slower than these episodes but oh this one's great so much good stuff just like an ampm you know what i'm talking about all right. <laughs> that concludes Bad Batch Friday. I thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the podcast. And as always, supporting the podcast, it means the world to me that you do so. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. I hope you stick around and, and uh, reach out to us via social media. We're at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Remember to please like, subscribe, Share the show with all your friends, family, loved ones, and of course, all the other Mandalorians in your covert, because every other Mandalorian needs to hear this episode, in this podcast in general. Uh, the best and easiest way to help support the show as well, sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They help small independent shows like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle, and kick the algorithm right in its stupid neck. Right, just right, just boom, right on its Adam's apple, if it has one. I'm not quite sure, but the neck in particular, very vulnerable. We know that. So punch it right in the neck with a five-star review for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. My name is Tom. Again, this is MandoVision. I thank you for being here. We'll be back very, very soon. Star Wars Clone Wars Rewatch Mondays continue. And, of course, Bad Batch Fridays on Fridays. And, uh, yeah, we're not stopping anytime soon. Come back in. we got some special features lined up. Uh, I think we're going to be doing some special episodes in September. Maybe late end of August. We'll see how it shakes out. Again. I thank you once again for listening. I cannot thank you enough. I love talking about Star Wars, and I love that people love listening to me talk about Star Wars. Let's just, more Star Wars for everyone. Bring it on. All right, let's go. I'm talking too much. You know how this podcast ends. It only ends one way. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way.
This is the way. <laughs>